It, it's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Because that's the bottom line. Because no And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night. Bang! and Josh Silverberg. All right, everybody. Welcome this afternoon. You are joining us and listening to us on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Sorry for the late delay that we had, but technical difficulties always, you know. Alex knows this about me. Yeah. Technology, <laughs> not my forte. That's why he handles all the tech stuff, and I'm just the speaker. <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to another episode of Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network Joining us every Saturday at 12 o'clock Today, 12.03, so that's okay, we're a little over time No big deal I'm your host, Josh Silberg Of course, with me always uh, One of my good buddies, my tag team partner He's down south in Florida, I'm in New York, of course Mr. Alex Lowe's, what's happening, man? Nothing much, so much to do, so much topics to go through with so little time, and I'm excited to get into talking about SummerSlam and the New Japan Summer Struggle. It's a lot of stuff that's taking place, and it's kind of crazy. Um, also, just really quick, of course, we have to talk about it, Alex. If you are just joining us on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, there's so many different platforms and so many different ways you can listen to us, watch us, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram periscope doesn't matter we are on those platforms if you want to also watch us please join us on our free app it, it is free if you have an iphone go to the uh, go to the uh, apple store if you have a android go to the google play store just type in wwsrn that's wwsrn not just here off the map but we have the wise guys the bs sports show below the mic uh, the Ryan Hickey show, the Jets, the, the New York Jets show, Cajun MMA, um, down to the wire. I don't know if I'm forgetting. I think I said all the shows pretty much. And we also have plenty, plenty, plenty more coming to you in the future for sure. You can have your smart speakers, have them play, uh, ask them to play, uh, play the worldwide sports Radio network. You can also go to, the, uh, WorldWideSportsRadio.com and check us out there. And Alex, what is the Twitter? What is the Facebook? What's the phone number the fans can? The reach? Twitter is the same as Facebook. It's off the mat WWSRN, and then the phone line is seven two seven eight 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 four two nine five. Awesome. So I mean, what we might have to do, Alex, because I know we have a jam back show. Of course, we're probably we're gonna might have to go a little bit over time and we might have to save save stuff for the second half of the show listen these things happen in the in the radio business man these things happen. definitely they definitely do i mean so we're just gonna have to go with it and so on and so forth all right let's jump right into it man let's do it let's talk about SummerSlam. let's discuss it uh everything like that also first off alex has his 
That's Alex's favorite shirt. 100%. Yeah, the, the, the John Moxley shirt I have on. <laughs> so as you can see, I, I, Alex, you know this about me. I always change up the background. You got Iron Sheik, and then you got Andre behind you. The Giant, and then this is a cool one. I don't know if you knew I had this one from WrestleMania 3. You know, oh, that's definitely a cool one. Roger Mayer, Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So basically what it is is it's supposed to be like – Kind of like the highlights are supposed to come off like they were back in when, when did this when did this happen? I think it was eighty seven. I want to say Mania three was if I, I can remember correctly. But I went with the Legends theme today, so why not? Everybody always likes to ask me um, what what shirts are you going with, so I went with this one today. But let's get right into it. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, summer. SummerSlam was a very very interesting pay per view. Uh, I lo- I liked the setup at the Thunderdome. Uh, how they put everything together with that. And then my favorite matches were Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, the street fight between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio with Rey Mysterio, the no, the no DQ loser leaves WWE match, and then the, uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship matchup, which was pretty good. Absolutely. So for me, what I... Really liked. I'm just looking at notes quick a little bit. I went the Alex route today. I did the I I, I went the notes route, so I I wrote <laughs> things down. So you should be proud of me for doing that. Um, pretty much, uh, you know, it was interesting because going into the show, I was kind of like, uh, oh ho hum, another WWE show. This is this is gonna be boring. And it actually, it was actually pretty good. It was above average. Yes, it was, and. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of the main event. I thought it would be better, but I did like how they closed it. And we're going to have a, you know, we're going to have a snippet in the second half of the show later because really quick, if you did not if you did not see SmackDown last night, boy. It, it, oh what yeah. Was, oh what yeah. Was the, what was the slogan for SummerSlam this year? You never saw it coming. Literally you never saw this coming, and it involves Roman Reigns and a certain manager getting together. And I want to talk about that main event really quick, Alex, if if you don't mind, because I I want to dive right into it because people were thinking, okay, uh, first off, Roman Reigns' new T-shirt is so is so cool. Did you what what I forget what it says? It, I forget it, what it says too. I, I I saw it on Instagram. I just can't really get it off the top of I, my head. I I got I gotta find it because it was so cool that uh it has to be talked about the new it's like the new one let's see what what is it uh i i have to find it it was awesome but anyway i thought the show i thought the show was really good i thought the main event was uh definitely something that i thought would be better but i like the aspect of roman now joining the 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 way he was done in the sense of okay this, this works now because now now you're starting to see, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later. Roman is now officially a heel. Yeah, and that's something that I believe I know. It's just something in four years in the making since he came in from NXT and everything. Really I quick, it's wreck everyone and leave. Okay, wreck everyone and leave. Everyone and leave. <laughs> like since he came out from NXT with the Shield and everything, originally when Seth Rollins turned heel. I thought it was going to be Roman Reigns. So now that it's happening now, and it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it all ties together. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and again, we're going to talk about it later, but I thoroughly enjoy... I'm kind of curious now if he's in charge of the Retribution group. I don't know if he's in charge of that group. I'm not entirely sure. But now, of course, it's kind of funny because now tomorrow is another pay-per-view with payback. So it's like, oh, hey, we're going to go to another one, <laughs> in a, which I didn't understand that whole thing, but whatever. Um but I, I, I liked where they're going with the Roman Reigns stuff. It's something I never, ever, ever, ever thought Vince would ever do. But I guess if Vince is going to do it, now's the perfect time for him to do what he probably feels because there's no fans in the arena. Yeah, and it's good to have something exciting, new, and fresh to include. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, Alex, you would agree with this. If, 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 the, if there were fans in the stands... You know, I don't know if he would have pulled the trigger, but because there's no fans, now people could just divulge it on social media and stuff, and Vince doesn't have to hear anybody. And not that he, not that not that Vince ever listens to anybody anyway, because he never does. <laughs> but I mean, um, but the, but to be able to divulge the whole thing with no fans, it makes it easier for him to pull this trigger. And I think there were two guys that fans for years wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, see heal. And that was, of course, Roman Reigns and John Cena. We're finally getting that. But we'll discuss more about Roman Reigns later. I enjoyed the Drew McIntyre Randy Orton match. The finish was interesting because I think what it did was Drew won. But he, you saw on Raw when Randy punting him in the head, I think it was three times. Now Drew's out, which now Randy's facing Keith Lee tomorrow at Payback, which is a fascinating <clears throat> Can I just say one thing really quick? I already absolutely hate, hate what they're doing to Keith Lee's character. Yeah, they shortened his name from Keith Lee just to Keith. Like, oh, but it's not even that. It's it, why the music is terrible. The music, the music, literally, Alex. You ever play the video game SmackDown vs Raw or WWE 2K? Or oh, it's something like that. The generic music. Character music. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you do that? And then to have the ring gear that he has, his ring gear was fine. And this is exactly what they did with Shinsuke Nakamura. They gave him an entire bodysuit. Why are you doing this? Why adds an element to it? Even with Ricochet. Ricochet, when he comes out on pay-per-views, looks like a Power Ranger. Which sometimes is cool, sometimes it's stupid. <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense. Why is it just a, pow- a power a power play? A, a pay-per-view. That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why they're doing what they do with what they're doing with Keith Lee. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. If it wasn't broke, when his t-shirt came out at NXT, it sold out within minutes. Why are you messing with something that is working? Yeah. That- that's something I really don't understand with uh, WWE. When they bring somebody up from NXT, why can't they just stick with what they have and not change it? Why, Alex, why is FTR not here anymore? Why are they not here anymore? Because what they did with the Revival in NXT, they completely left it on the main roster. That's, that's the whole point of this. And that's why I'm scared when guys like Adam Cole and these guys get called up. They're going to mess around with this nonsense when they already have success. Exactly. Um, I mean, what else with the pay-per-view? Because we only have already a few more minutes before we go to NXT uh, recap of TakeOver 30. 
my my thought process with the whole thing, Alex, was I thought the pay per view was pretty good. I thought it was successful. I lo- I like what you said. I love the Thunderdome idea. I really do. The only thing I can't stand is the, the I don't like the screens of people. I don't I don't like that idea. But that's the thing. I don't know if you've watched the NBA and how they've done it. I don't mind it. So the NBA basically takes the people's heads, and they what they do is they put them on these chairs, these hologram chairs. But everybody's background is the same. With this, you're getting a green background, a blue background, a yellow background, a red background. So far, we've seen a fire velveteen dream background. We've seen a Pikachu picture. We've seen a uh, Chris Benoit Chris Benoit picture. We just saw a Kenny Omega one. <laughs> yeah. um, we saw a Kenny Omega one. We saw an Elmo one with two eyes um, as one, which you knew was going to happen. But if they're going to do it, just have the same background for everybody. You don't have Definitely. to make backgrounds. Agree. Don't, don't make it that way. Um, the crowd noise needs to be pumped up more, 100%. But look, I, you know, Asuka beating Sasha Banks, which... Alex, I forget. I think you said, which one did you say she was going to be? Was it Banks or was it Bailey? I said it was going to be Banks. Banks, and I said Bailey. So you were right on that. So kudos to you. Um, like I said, I thought the pay per view was fine. I thought it was good. It wasn't great. I, I I agree with you. I thought Dominic Mysterio really showed a good performance. Yeah, he really did. He took I- it. He yeah. took it to a new level and uh, something we never seen him do before, and 100%. it a hundred percent. And it's it, it's really interesting to see him grow and uh, adapt more in the ring, and we're getting to see uh, uh more and more of that every week. Yeah, and it actually you know just in the next uh, minute we're going to talk about Takeover Thirty and another guy who showed a really good performance I thought was Pat McAfee, but um I like I said I didn't think SummerSlam was. Gr- I thought it was good. I think you would agree, right? I would say probably 6.5. Maybe 7.2. Maybe 7 out of 10, I would say. Maybe 6.5. I'll go go 6.5, 6. I'll give it a 6. I'll say a solid 6 out of 10. There were some things that I just were like, eh. You know, like I I thought Garza and Andrade maybe should have won the belts. You know, that's. I, I just feel like Selena's group has been losing too much. Um, you know, but I mean, look, I I I, th- I thought it was interesting. I we'll we'll see going forward with it. But paybacks are ready tomorrow, so we're yep. gonna re- we're gonna re- recap payback next week, and we're gonna we're gonna be previewing all out. So it's like a flip of the switch. It's like boom, instantly. All right, Alex, let's get right into it. Let's do take over thirty before we go to break in a few minutes. Um. Excellent, excellent pay-per-view, I thought. I think it was way yeah, better. Yeah, def- it definitely was. Better than In Your House. I thought it was way better. Yeah, than it was house. better. The effects, the lighting, everything, just how they had the stage set up, was it was on point. It worked out perfectly. And so basically what I did was I had my friend over. We watched it. What we did was we watched Dynamite first. From, from Usually, you know me, I like to watch both at the same time. But he doesn't like to do that. You know, he because the thing is, it's um, you know, he doesn't like to do that because he likes to have paying attention to a takeover. It's not just a regular NXT episode, which is understandable. I get it. I'm just teasing him. It's understandable. So we watched Dynamite from six to eight, and we started Takeover an hour late, which was totally fine. It didn't really affect anything or do anything. We just continued it. Um, 
But I really like the, um, you know. I would say my favorite matches from TakeOver were, was the uh, North American Championship ladder match. Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, and then we had Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, which was insane. The I stuff want- Pat McAfee did was just unreal. Alex, let's get into that really quick and let's talk about that because I think that's something a lot of people on social media were discussing because going into it, uh, people were concerned about how can McAfee keep up with Adam Cole. Look, remember we did our – I don't know why I'm moving my hands all over the place. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, I just feel like I'm, I'm fired up today, man. I'm revved up. I just – you know, it's, it's so much to talk about. But, um, you know, going into the match – Remember, we did our top five wrestlers in the world. I had Adam Cole at... I think you had him at two or one, maybe. Five? five? Yeah. No, 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 no. I had Osprey at two, Omega at three. Uh, Okada was one for me. I think I had Styles at four, Cole at five. That's what I think it was. But I had Adam Cole's top five wrestler in the world. So that leads me to believe that I can trust Adam Cole with doing or working with anybody in the world. That's what my thing is. And, you know, I was discussing with my friend that was over, and he basically said, uh, oh, okay, I feel like they're giving McAfee too much offense. And I'm like, well, look, it's storytelling. What do you want him to do? If Cole dominates the whole match, it's going to be boring because then what's the point of having the match then? The point of having exactly. the match have storytelling and have this and that. I mean, look, are you going to tell me that Dominic Mysterio had too much offense on, on Seth Rollins? You know, it just – that's just something that – I thought I heard something. That's just something that really, when you look at it, it needs to be done that way. And I thought McAfee did a great job. Yeah, uh, he did an amazing job. The stuff he did, the sunset flip flip off the turnbuckle onto everybody was insane. Just the, the amount of next-level stuff and how he performed was great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I thought when I look back, um, when, when, I, when I look back, I mean, look, that was not the best match of the night. I thought the best, to me, the best match of the night was the ladder match. Um, it was interesting because there were times when I really wanted Bronson Reed to win. And I, I'm not frustrated that Reed didn't win. I mean, Damian Priest winning is something new, and it seems like they're going to go with the rivalry after seeing. We're going to discuss NXT the next half, but it seems like they're going with the Bronson Reed, um, Damian Priest route. Not, no, they're going with the Bron- with the Damian Priest, the Timothy Thatcher route. That's what it seems like. Because remember, Thatcher, okay. Oh yeah, because Thatcher came. He came back in backstage somewhere. He came backstage. Um, so that seems to be the route that they're going, which is cool. I'm fine with that. I actually remember I said I thought Thatcher should have been in the ladder match anyway, but Thatcher put on a, a pretty good match with um, – he put on a, a pretty good match with Balor. Not great. It was pretty good. I give it a solid B. Um, the women's match was okay. Yeah. Some of it got of it. Some of it did. You know, I love – listen, to me, I think – the top three women in the world for me um, is one is Tessa Blanchard. I think two is Charlotte. I would say three is Io Shirai. Those are Definitely. my top 
three. Those are my top three that I have in the world right now. If you want to put Oscar in that group, if you want to uh, put Thunder Rosa in that group, if you want to put Bailey in that group, you certainly can. But those are my top three. You know, Shirai, uh, Blanchard, and Charlotte. Not in that order. And, and I thought Dakota Kai showed a good a good match. I don't think Raquel Gonzalez had to get involved. I think one on one would have been just fine. Um, but it is what it is. I like I said. Uh, and then we had the North America. Uh, excuse me, the NXT Championship match with Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross, which was a very physical, hard hitting, brutal matchup. So and, physical, lost the title. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the great thing about that match to me is how Cross was able to main, maintain great focus on Keith Lee's arm and fingers, doing big damage in the matchup. And then we had we saw in the match that there was a lot of back and forth moves thrown between Keith Lee and Cross, and the match had a few con- contact points here and there. And that's why I liked this main event because it just kept me glued to my TV the whole time. Yes, it did. So I, I liked it. I I don't know if it was because of Cross's shoulder that I think there could have been points where it could have been better. Yeah, like, there could have been some t- type of uh, some you, t- some points in the matchup could have been better. Yeah, did you feel Alex the finish was abrupt? Like yeah, was, I feel like the the finish was kind of a bit off. Like it felt very abrupt. Like it was very random. Like yeah, know, it was just out of nowhere. Thing on the t- off the second draw, off the sec- it was his finishing move, but he did it off the second rope and he just pinned him and it was over. But I'm guessing maybe because of the shoulder, and 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 I, I absolutely feel for Carrying Cross. Um, I feel bad for him because this happened at a couldn't have been a worse time for this to happen to him. Um, my only fear too is, and, and Alex, I want to get your, your thoughts on this. Um. Remember when Drew McIntyre got hurt against Andrade, lost the championship? Yeah, I remember seeing that. And then they, and then Drew didn't even come back to NXT. He got called up to the main roster. Are do you get nervous that this could happen to Cross, or do you think Cross is still just going to go back to NXT? I think Cross will go back to NXT, but I feel like he's uh, the uh, the healing process and the time that he's going to need off, shoulder, based on a shoulder injury, is probably going to be five to six months at least. Uh, I mean, ugh, I hope it's less than that. I hope so. I hope it's less. I hope it's less. I hope it's like three to four. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we'll see. I mean, look, wrestlers always come back um, quicker than they should sometimes. But we'll see. I Like I said, I thought the match ended very abruptly. I was kind of like, mm, I, I, I don't know why. Why did it end like that? That was kind of weird to me. But listen, it ended the way it did. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about NXT the next half because we have a lot to digest, especially and also don't forget NXT is on Tuesday this week, not Wednesday because of the NHL playoffs. So it seems like the NBA playoffs affect AEW, the NHL playoffs affect NXT. So that's what happens. But I, I Alex, I thought Takeover Thirty was really good. I give it an eight. I thought it was really a. It, to me, the, the solid matches, I thought the North American Championship match was good. As long as Dream didn't win, I was fine. I was even almost at the point where Gargano I was fine with not 
winning it would have been fine. Um, again, they got. I thought Bronson Reed had a great showing. I thought I really, I really also wanted to see Cameron Grimes win. I really did. Yeah, that would have been very interesting if he won. That would have been awesome if he won. But that's okay. Damian Priest won. I thought it was Priest's best showing since NXT. That was kind of like the Priest of when he was Punishment Martinez in ROH because he's kind of. And I've told you this many times, Alex. I think he's had a lot of tough situations where I feel like he hasn't. I don't know. I feel like he hasn't really fit into NXT as much as I thought he would. It's kind of like how EC3 was, where there was just. I was so ecstatic for EC3 to come to NXT. And then he, I, I was at TakeOver Brooklyn when he fought Velveteen Dream. And I was there and I watched the match with my buddy. And I said to my friend after the match, I said, I said, that was not a great match. I, I you know, I, I said, uh, it just doesn't seem like he's fitting into NXT as well as he could have. And I was kind of feeling that way for Damian Priest, but clearly they have higher expectations for him over um, EC3. I'm going to give him the North American Championship match. Now, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, Timothy Thatcher is the next guy. But it's interesting where they're going to go from here uh, with some of these guys, with Bronson Reed, with Cameron Grimes. Uh, clearly, you see the path of Johnny Gargano now. Um, we're going to preview it next when we come back. But what are your final thoughts before we go to break, Alex, about TakeOver 30? Did you enjoy it thoroughly? Did you think it was okay? Did you? Not I enjoyed like- it very thoroughly. I thought... A lot of the matches were very, very good. They had a lot of um, twists and turns to it, to their matches, with with the amount of matches that were on the card. And to me, I would say I would I would give this NXT Takeover around an eight 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 or nine out of ten, so somewhere somewhere around there. Was there anything you didn't like about it? Um, the one thing I didn't like about it was how. Dakota Kai had um, her assistant come in and get involved in the matchup between uh, Io Shirai. I just think that um, Dakota Kai could have pulled it off on her own against Dakota, against uh, Io Shirai, excuse me. Okay, listen, that's totally fair. All right, Alex, I think it's time for a break. Uh, all right, when we come back, there's still a lot more to talk about. We got to recap New Japan Summer Struggle from this morning. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, we're we're gonna give you we're gonna let you know when we're going to recap it if you want to turn off the show then because you don't want to be spoiled but both Alex and I have seen it because uh, Alex and I are nuts and we get up early in the morning to watch New Japan so that's what we do uh, we're gonna we're gonna recap uh, NXT we're gonna recap Dynamite and there's so much more that I mean it's a jam packed show we're gonna do our this week in rest pro in wrestling history. Uh, and then we're going to do our fishing. We're doing all that, Alex, in about a half an hour or so. So we're going to have to try to fit it in as best as we can. But we're going to do it. Again, this is Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Everybody's got a price. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. 
righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Mat, and we are going to start off with this week in wrestling history, which is a very interesting one. We have WWE's SummerSlam '94, and this was at this was at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. The attendance was twenty three thousand, and the first match was Bam Bam Bigelow and Iron Arsh Scheister. Erwin R. Scheister, that is Bray Wyatt's uh, father, if nobody knows. And they they uh, defeated the team of Fatu and Samu, and in in the duration of the match was 6 minutes and 45 seconds. Then the second match was Alondra, Bra Alondra Blaze, who Alondra was Blaze, the yes. WWF Women's type Champion at the time, and she defeated Bull Nakado. Then number three was Razor Ramon, who defeated Diesel for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Then the next match was Tantanka, who defeated Lex Luger. Then the match after that was Jeff Jarrett, who defeated Mabel. The match after that was Bret Hart, who defeated Owen Hart in a steel cage match for the WWF World Heavyweight title. And then the seventh and final match was The Undertaker, who defeated the fake Undertaker. Yes, yes. So, I, I've watched this one a few times. Uh, pretty much, it was the Undertaker going up against Ted DiBiase's Undertaker. There was a rivalry with him and Money Inc. Um, I, I remember the Brett and Owen match for the cage match. Brett won, and after the match, Jim Neidhart attacked the British Bulldog, uh, and oh, pretty much Jim Neidhart joined Owen Hart in the forest against Brett and his family. And Lex Luger had a rivalry going with Money, Inc. That was when Tatanka uh, turned on everybody, became a heel, and joined Money Incorporated. Ern R. Scheisser, I was saying, is Bray Wyatt's father as well in real life. And the women's division wasn't really, like, strong, strong during that time. But Alundra Blaze, who, of course, was Medusa, she got inducted into the Hall of Fame for Paul Nakata. And Paul Nakata is a very underrated Japanese wrestler from way back when, and, you know, Razor, Scott Hall versus Kevin Nash. There you go. So, you know, that that's that, that's a good find by you, Alex, for sure. That's a great find, actually. If you haven't watched it before, it's an interesting one. Um, you know, check it out. I've seen it a couple times, so great job. All right, now let's get into NXT from this week, which was very, very interesting. And we saw that Karrion Cross relinquished the NXT championship, which I, I did not expect him to do that. Didn't think he would get injured. And injuries can be very costly to performers. And it's unknown how long he'll be out, but Cross will have to have surgery on his uh, uh, separated shoulder. And as I said earlier, I feel like he'll be out to three to four or five to six months. Yeah, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, I'm, I, I like the route they're going, though, with the, with the Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match with Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole. The interesting thing is, okay, Johnny Gargano's a heel. Tommaso Ciampa clearly turned heel on, on NXT this week, which I thought was the right decision. Um, I don't know what Adam Cole is. If he's a face or he's a heel, I don't know right now. And imagine he's still heel. And Finn Balor's nothing. He is just Finn Balor. There's no face or heel with him. I don't know what the name of that is called. 
but but I know uh, I do know in a 60 minute Fatal Four Way Iron Man match, the rules of this match are you have to score uh, as many pinfalls within the uh, time limit of the match. And this match is basically an hour, so whoever gets the most pinfalls becomes the new champion. Essentially, the same rules as a regular Iron Man match. And if if you've never seen an Iron Man match, go watch Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania. Go watch uh, Stone Cold versus the. The Rock, I'm sure they've had it before. It's essentially the same rules. you got to get as many pinfalls as you can in the 60-minute time limit. But now there's four of them. Usually it's one-on-one. This is four uh, a four-way. So I don't think you could have asked for four better guys to be in the match. I think the four guys were the right call. I, I had no problem with it. I think it's a good move by NXT to try to jump on this quickly and fix the situation that was not expected. I when I heard he hurt his shoulder cross, I had a feeling he was going to have to drop the title. There, there was, you know, I wanted to be positive about it, but I, in the back of my mind, I had a, I, I had a feeling he was going to drop it. I think it was almost as they say inevitable, because, you know, when it comes to getting guys cleared and stuff like that, WWE is usually on top of things. I think it would have been very tough for him to fight with a separate shoulder, clearly, to be the heavyweight champion of NXT. So, you know, that was interesting. I thought Brizango winning the tag belt. Yeah, that was big. I I, I didn't see it coming. I did not see Tyler Breeze or Fandango Fandango winning the championship there. But it was pretty cool. It was a really cool moment to see them finally be able to capitalize on – Marcel Barthel and Fabian Aikner Imperium. Yeah, I mean, Fabian Aikner and Marcel Barthel. Um, look, I thought they could have had the belts a little longer, but I'm happy for Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I'm, I'm very happy for them. I think they it's been a long time coming, as they say, for them. And for them to finally get it is awesome. Get Let them have their moment. They're getting it. They've earned it. So that was cool. Uh, clearly, it kind of looks like I don't know where Io Shirai is going with the belt. I mean, Raquel Gonzalez did pin Rhea Ripley in the tag team match for Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. So we'll see. I mean, Mercedes Martinez interfered, so clearly she still has a rivalry with uh, Rhea Ripley. So we shall see about that. That I thought, I thought NXT had a pretty good episode. I think the the the, brown, the the groundbreaking news was the was the sixty minute Iron Man match. We saw Tommaso Ciampa come back and turn heel, which was uh, which that was, was really cool to see. And I loved how aggressive Ch- Ciampa was before and after the match. And he 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 put I forget who he was facing that night, but he whiplashed him underneath the ring against the steel. Yeah, I mean, look, I could it could it be too many heels right now in NXT? Possibly, it could, there could be too many heels right now and need more faces. It's kind of like with AEW. Could AEW have too many faces and not enough heels? It's kind of the same situation and scenario that they're in, but it's in opposite directions, whereas one has too many faces, one has too many heels. So we'll see um, about that. Um, all right, Alex, you want to move on to with Dynamite right now? Because there's a lot to digest with Dynamite for sure. Oh, yeah, there's a lot to digest with that. And uh, Dynamite was a really good show. I I I enjoyed I enjoyed that the uh, the ending to Dynamite was insane. I did not expect um, Brody Lee to 
when the way he won the championship was insane to me, and just how how he kept pressing Cody in that matchup, and Cody did not have any time to like catch his breath or really turn the matchup around. It it was just uh, insane how he became the new TNT champion. Yeah, I thought the celebration this week was really good. I thought the celebration actually was good. It set up it set up the match for All Out. Where you're gonna have Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and two guys from the Dark Order going up against. Um, basically, what they're doing is all of Brody's friends um, with Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, um, what is it, uh, Matt Cardona, and Scorpio Sky. All of Cody's, all of Cody's buddies and brothers and friends are gonna defend his honor against the Dark Order. I thought that was really. I thought it was a good idea that they did that. Also, you saw. Hangman Adam Page is officially kicked out of the elite. Yeah, that's so. That's insane. We might actually be going to a four horsemen thing, possibly. Yeah, I'm kind of curious personally. I, I'm so sick of guessing at this point because every time I guess, <laughs> I guess I, my head's gonna explode. <laughs> and and now wouldn't even shock me if if Kenny turned on Hangman and sided with the Young Bucks. That wouldn't surprise me, but. You clearly saw the situation in the in the tag team gauntlet match with Hangman. I mean, maybe Hangman didn't want to face the Young Bucks again. Maybe no. that's what it was. I don't. I don't know. But I, I I thought what was interesting about the whole situation is you look back on it and you say to yourself, "Gosh, is AEW making this too obvious?" But the thing is, we think so. So, like you just said, Alex, right? You you think Hangman's going to be the leader of the Four Horsemen. And then I counteract that with, okay, well, what if Kenny Omega's the leader of the Four Horsemen and swerves everybody? We don't know. No, we That's, don't know. If anything, we, Cody could come back from this injury, like, next week or a week after at a, at a All Out, and he could attack Brody Lee and we could see a four horseman come out with alongside. I, 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 I it's definitely going to happen all out. I think. Yeah. I, I could see it happening at all out where in that sort of situation, it has to happen all out. I can see FTR winning the belts and I could see Matt and Nick, maybe, I don't know, causing hangman to lose the match for them, for him and Kenny. I hundred percent. I I get what you're saying, Alex, but I I think they have to do it all out. I think. Yeah, they, they definitely do. I think it needs to be done at all out. I think if it's not, it's going to be a big disappointment. Yeah. It, it's such a big pay per view for them. It's a really big pay per view, and you have to make your mark with this pay per view. And the best way to do that would be uh, unveiling the four horsemen. Yeah, I mean, look, I think their biggest pay per view was Double or Nothing because that was their big pay per view. But All Out is a close second, but I think Double or Nothing is their big show. But, again, at the same time, um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, I'm so tired of guessing about what's going to happen that I'm at the point of just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to let it unfold, see what happens, and let's see where it's at. So we got that. Uh, MJF had had the contract signing with John Moxley. That was fun. Now Moxie's going to face MJF's lawyer on Wednesday. <laughs> um, and the lawyer was like, what the heck is going on? Here? Dude, even I read all my documents. I guess this guy must have not read his documents. I don't know. 
<laughs> it was just it's gonna be funny. I seriously think they need to make MJF win the belt. They have to. They have to. And both guys are undefeated going into this. I think it's time for for MJF to get this and be the face of what he says he's gonna be for AEW. Yeah, and he, MJF has a chance to he has a chance to do that with the uh, paradigm shift being banned. So there's a possibility he might come out and win this match over John Moxley. I mean, I could see like a referee getting knocked out and Moxley sneaks in the paradigm shift. Like he might sneak it in. You can always, you know. But I mean, we'll we'll see. We have a few minutes on AEW. Then we're going to move on to New Japan Summer Struggle, really quick. Now I hate the name of this match the the mimosa whatever it is the mimosa the, match mimosa mimosa mayhem match yeah i hate that name it's so stupid <laughs> it's so dumb <laughs> i love the rivalry that cassidy and jericho are having but to have that name is i think so stupid yeah, I agree with you. I think they should have just left it as a normal a normal matchup with no title. You can have the match. You can have the match. Just come up with a better name for it. Yeah, just I, come up with a better a better name that's gonna it's not gonna be so like just not interesting at all. That's not really gonna catch attention. Now the, the one match I'm so 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 excited for, ecstatic about. I cannot wait. Is Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa, and Alex? I don't know if you watched NWA. I've heard I've heard a lot about Thunder Rosa and what she's able to do in a ring. I've seen small clips of what she can do. Uh, I think this is going to be a great match by far. Now, you heard me earlier in the show. I, I I even incorporated her as one of the top five women wrestlers in the world. I I, I said her name when I was saying Oscar Bailey Thunder Rosa. Uh, Io Shirai. This uh, this match, to my in my opinion, could be a, a show stealer. And if you have not seen Hikaru, if you have not seen, excuse me, uh, Thunder Rosa, her work in NWA was fantastic. She is a great character with the face paint. She's got charisma up the wazoo. Um, and I, I think Billy Corgan. Uh, making the right decision of clearly getting NWA guys involved with AEW. Now, it's a great working relationship. The only problem is he's lost Ricky Starks due to that problem. And he lost, um, oh, what's his name? He just joined, um, um, he just joined the group with Butcher Blade. Um, oh, I tr- uh, I'm trying to remember his name too. Hold on a second. Give me a second. I'm going to get it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get it. Keep t- talk, Alex. I'm going to get it in a second. Yeah. So, as you were saying, I feel like um, you were talking about this guy from NWA, and I feel like this match with Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida, it's, it's going to be something, something definitely to watch. It's going to be one of those matches where... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be uh catch everybody's eye and really keep them glued to their their screen. I think that's a chance to be the best match on the card, and it's Eddie Kingston, by the way. So it's fun that NWA is having their relationship. The problem is they've lost Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks already to AEW. So you can have the working relationship, but if you're gonna const- I mean, unless there's a contract where those guys can also show up on NWA TV, that's totally fine as well. 
But this, first off, this woman's match is going to be the best women's match they've ever played. Oh, yeah. It's going to be something to really pay attention to and stay, really watch. A, it's going to be a, probably one of the best matches on All Out. Oh, I think it's going to be the card stealer um, with Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. So I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to preview All Out next week for sure because they're still getting the cards settled and stuff like that. But we're definitely going to preview it next week. But let's get to our next topic, Alex. The big show that happened this morning. Now, this is the time for you fans. If you want to, you know, you can turn us off now. It's okay. <laughs> I know we understand. We don't want to spoil anything for you. It's just Alex and I are nuts, and we get up at four in the morning to watch these shows. Um, so if you want to tune, us, you know, turn us off now. You totally can, so we don't spoil anything for you. But what a good show! Oh Not yeah, great, it was a good show. Wasn't a great show. It was a, a, a maybe a okay good. good show. Yeah, I enjoyed Summer Struggle very much. Um, I would give it an 8 out of 10, 8.5. And what was interesting about this one is they had Chris Carlton and Kevin Kelly doing commentary, but they were doing it from different places. So yeah. Kevin Kelly was in the U.S. and Chris Charlton was in Japan. Yeah, so if you didn't notice that, yes, they did have that. Um, it had been a while where the – I mean, usually the – English commentary comes about a day or two after they do their recorded after they do their shows. Or if you've watched um, the USA shows on Friday nights, that's when Kevin Kelly and Chris Carlton does it. Um, so that Gino Gambino will do it too. But I enjoyed the show. I, I thought it was good. Like I said, a lot of title changes. Oh yeah, a lot of title changes. We had um, Minoru Suzuki defeated Shingo Takagi for the. Never open weight championship. That match was incredible. It was a lot of blow by blow. They took the match to the outside past the guardrail, which I, apparently you're not allowed to do, but they did it anyway for Way New Japan. social anyway. distancing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the match was, was Suzuki threw some really hard shots, and Takagi was able to come back and drop Suzuki a couple times in that matchup. And then there was the sleeper. He kept applying the sleeper on uh, on Shingo, which yeah. ultimately caused uh, caused Suzuki to win the match. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, look, my in in uh, my in, in in my personal opinion, when you see it, I and I had no problem with the title changes or anything like that. Um, that's totally fine by New Japan to do that. Just trying. I don't. I just want to. See something quick. Now the, the tag team match was good too. They kept their belts, uh, Tai Chi and Zack Saber. Um, you know, pretty much still keeping the championships over um, the Golden Aces of Tanahashi and Ibushi. But I thought the the, the, the best the best match of the night was Taiji Shibori versus Hiromo Takahashi. Yeah, that was a really insane matchup. I didn't think Hiromi was going to lose the title. I really did not think that he was going to... Uh, I, I Just based on the performance he had against Taiji Ishimori, it just seemed impossible for him to lose. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, like I said, I think it is interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, a listener, Brett Goldstein, said, Hi, Roman Reigns 
the socks. Oh boy, that's good. So I mean, you're not kind of wrong, but let's see what he is as a heel. But I thought um, Ishimori versus Takahashi was the best match of the night. You had Naito winning back both championships over Evil. I thought that was perfect. I thought it was good. Now you can continue with the rivalry. I like that LIJ with Bushi and Sonata finally coming out to help. Naito, I think I said to you a week or two, Alex, I said LIJ sucks because they don't ever come out and help this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They finally, they finally did. And it worked to their favor. You know, getting, you know, there was so many guys that, you know, with Gato coming out and Dick Togo being there and all these guys, you know, doing what they were doing. It was just so much that finally Bushi and Sonata had enough. And then, of course, you know, you had the king of pro wrestling, uh, Toru Yano, rolling up uh, Kazuchika Okada. Now, the thing about this, the king of the king of pro wrestling, they can fight uh, anytime they want. You know, mm-hmm. and they what's can, funny is both of them are in chaos. Yeah, and the thing is, with King of Pro Wrestling, Alex, they can fight anytime they want in the next year, but the matches have to have stipulations on the matches. And you're, if you're gonna let Toriano be in these matches with stipulations, sign me up, because Toriano in these matches that will have stipulations will be comedy. Oh yeah, he's he's so entertaining. He's very funny. Great oh, to watch. Yeah, and to have him pin Okada the way he did was interesting. Um, fine, I, I'm fine by it. You know, I thought the match was pretty good. But like I said, I thought uh, Taiji Ishimori, um, uh, Hiromo Takahashi match was the best match. I thought the uh, the Junior Heavyweight Championship match was the best. I liked the main event. I thought it was entertaining. Um, I, Takaji Suzuki was pretty good. You know, there's not there's not much flash flashiness, you know, from Minoru. You know how he is. He's just a he's just a rough and tough fighter. Um so I mean that's what he is. But I thought the show was pretty good. I thought the outside effects was really cool with it being outdoors. Um you got to see the sun the sun the sun go down at the show. I thought that was a nice little effect that they had. Clearly uh, Master Watu lost again, which I just I mean it continues to rivalry. But he's constantly losing. But, but like I said, I thought the show was – I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't their best show, I, I you know. But I thought it was a good show, and it keeps the rivalry of Naito and Evil going with uh, clearly OIJ and Bullet Club are going to have this rivalry go the distance. Uh, the guy that I'm wondering about is Okada. Where does he fit in the middle of all this? Do they finally break up Ibushi and Tanahashi with the Golden Ace? I like the Golden Ace as a tag team. And the thing is, New Japan could really use tag teams right now because they don't have many. No, they really don't have many. And I saw this a couple weeks ago when I was watching New Japan, and they kept hinting at uh, Kota Ibushi turning on Tanahashi. They kept showing, they kept like hinting that a lot in different shows. Yeah, because it's it's. Um, I know Suzuki Goon has been trying to get him to join um, their group, but there's. I, I I I'm fine with Kota not being in a group. I'm fine with Hiro- with Hiroshi Tanahashi not being in a group. There are certain guys you don't need to have in a faction. No. You know? I mean AEW does the same thing. They do it the way New Japan does it, where there's a billion different factions. It's just how they do it, and that's just the way they're ran. 
But um, I thought it was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Um, I know you did too, Alex. So we'll see going forward and everything like that. All right. I, like I said, because we did start late today, so we are going to go over our time by a little bit. It's okay. Um, so I guess, Alex, I think we did that pretty good. We, yeah. we, we just said we did yeah. a lot. Now, I'm looking, let's get to our finisher now. So my finishing move is it's – I'm trying to remember what it was. I'm blanking out now. I'm trying to remember. Um, I oh, saw – uh, now I remember. It was – uh. There's a new wrestling game coming out in the next couple of years that I saw that's being made. Yeah, it, it's not it's not like a uh, it's not going to be a WWE 2K game. It's just going to be a regular wrestling game, and it's going to include it's going to include um the AEW wrestlers and it's going to include some indie wrestlers as well. Oh, so they're pretty much going to do like an AEW. It's an AEW video game. Yeah, they're going to do something like that. It's just like it's just not going to be made by 2K or. Uh, any of those companies. Well, that's good because the 2K 2K20 sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> 2K20 was terrible. It had a lot of bugs, glitches, bad effects, bad lighting. Buy it? No, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it either, and it was on sale for like ten bucks on the PlayStation Store, and I still didn't buy it. I have um, I have 2K19 now. 2K19 was pretty good, um, but I heard 2K20 was garbage. And now they're not even doing a 2K this year. They're doing that um, that arcade-style game. Yeah, it's a Battlegrounds or something. Yeah, something like that. But, excuse me, I'm hoping the... Um, I'm hoping that... I know New Japan has a video game too, but it's like an arcade-style video game where it looks very old-fashioned. So, I mean, that'd be kind of cool if they did an AEW video game. I'm kind of curious. Just don't go the WCW Mayhem route. No. <laughs> Don't do that. I had WCW. <laughs> it was trash. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't go that route. But uh, we'll see. I mean, look, it, it'll be interesting to see if they're not going with two. I mean, I would, I would imagine they're not going to go with 2K because 2K has a partnership with WWE. So we'll see. Um, my finishing move, Alex, is pretty much boy, oh boy. Uh, um, you know, it, it has been. Really- not much to do with wrestling, but it's all about with with civil rights movement and stuff, man, and everything that's going on. I know, listen, we're not here to talk politics. We're not here on the show. We talk wrestling, but it just has to be said where this this country has to get their act together, and we need to find common ground. And you know, with the Jacob Blake stuff now happening, and you're seeing it on sports where people are using their platform. I'm sure, you, obviously, Alex, your dad knows all about this. Your dad's the radio announcer for the Washington Nationals, so he's. I mean, your dad's basically, your dad's in the epicenter of the sports world where people are, are they're, they're uh, protesting games that are not playing the games. And, you know, again, if you haven't seen it, I, I'm a Met fan. Go, whether you're a fan or not, go watch with Dominic Smith's post game, how he feels about being a black man in this country. It's rough. But you see it too, like on um, Cedric Alexander, where's the BLM um um, armband. Uh, you saw Keith Lee, a couple, you know, at uh, Takeover in Your House with the Black Lives Matter um, trunks. You know, we have to find common ground. And, and, and uh, I called up um, Errol and Speedy's show on Thursday um, below the mic. I called up their show, and Errol, Speedy, and I had about a 15 minute conversation about this whole about this whole thing. And 
we just as a country need to find common ground here and get it together and we need to understand that no matter what race you are what what, what color skin you are no matter what you're you know whether you're marrying same-sex marriage who cares doesn't matter it's freedom of speech freedom of choice you can do whatever you want and we need to in, in the country it's a mess right now we got to figure this out and it's really unfortunate and look you know hopefully things get fixed um, that's that for my fishing move for wrestling. Look, we have a lot of good wrestling coming up, man. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of pay per views coming up. Payback tomorrow, which is so ridiculous. Yeah, that's all crazy. out. All out, all out is next week. So, um, Alex and I, we are going to preview all out next Saturday. We're going to recap Payback. Um, so we'll, we'll see going forward. Like I said, thank you for staying with us. I know we were on a little bit late today. We apologize. For some reason, also, when I logged in, nobody could hear me, um, which I guess sometimes is a good thing. So, you know, <laughs> I guess that's a good thing when you can't hear me. I mean, I guess that's good. But um, listen, man, Alex, we did another great show, dude. It was phenomenal. It definitely was. I look forward to doing it again. Same time, same, same place next week. Let's try and we'll try to we'll try start 12 o'clock. <laughs> Five. But um, look, like I said, there was just if you, if you haven't watched New Japan Summer Struggle, go back and watch it. Payback just tomorrow. Um, like I said, please don't forget NXT is on Tuesday this week because the NHL playoffs are on Wednesday. AEW Dynamite is back for Wednesday nights. Um, you know, so just definitely, like I said, a lot to tune into. Alex, um, I don't want to say what your what your new job is, but. Alex Lowe's, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a congratulations to him. He has a new job, so congratulations to Alex Thank you. for getting his job um, for sure. So that's phenomenal. So congratulations to you, buddy. Um, I hope it works out for you and everything like Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and and like I said, all you out there, please stay safe, stay healthy. Listen, COVID-19 is still a thing. All right? Wear, wear, wear your damn mask. And wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wear your damn mask. And get it, okay? <laughs> For the love of God, can we get past this already? Please. I want to go back to wrestling shows. Please. I know you do too, Alex. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. So, like, you know, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Again, one last thing before we go. Congratulations to Stevie Cohen buying the New York Mets. Thank you for the love of God for bringing him to us. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. We have a new ownership for the New York Mets and a guy that can spend money. So I can't wait. Uncle Stevie is here. Yes, I'm using this platform for sports, Alex, not just wrestling today. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, like I said, take care. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy NXT. Enjoy Nate. Enjoy EW Dynamite. Enjoy Raw, SmackDown. Enjoy Summer Struggle if you haven't watched it yet. And we're going to preview all out and recap. Enjoy Payback tomorrow. All right? Listening live here to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Don't forget to check us out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, our app. Type in WWSRN on the Apple Store, Google Play. Also, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. You can check out all the different shows and articles and everything we have on there. So take care. Have a good rest of your week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. You're listening and watching the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio. Network. Radio.